Lord is my strength and my song. The Lord has chastened me solely. Wisdom. The reading is from the Acts of the Apostles. Let us be attentive. In those days, when the disciples were increasing in number, the Hellenist murmured against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution. And the 12 summoned the body of the disciples together and said, it is not right that we should give up preaching the word of God to serve tables. Therefore, brethren, pick out from among you seven men of good repute, full of the spirit and of wisdom whom we may appoint to this duty. But we will devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And what they said pleased the whole multitude. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit, and Philip, and Prochorus, and Nicanor, and Timon, and Parmenas, and Nicolaus, a proselyte of Antioch. These they set before the apostles, and they prayed, and they laid their hands upon them. And the word of God increased, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. Peace be to the reader. Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Let us be attentive. At that time, Joseph of Arimathea, a respected member of the council, who was also himself looking for the kingdom of God, took courage and went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. And Pilate wondered if he were already dead and summoning the centurion, he asked him whether he was already dead. And when he learned from the centurion that he was dead, he granted the body to Joseph and he bought the linen shroud and taking him down, wrapped him in the linen shroud and laid him in a tomb which had been hewn out of the rock. And he rolled the stone against the door of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where he was laid. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, bought spices so that they might go and anoint him. 
And very early on the first day of the week, they went to the tomb when the sun had risen. And they were saying to one another, who will roll away the stone for us from the door of the tomb? And looking up, they saw that the stone was rolled back, for it was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe, and they were amazed. And he said to them, Do not be amazed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him as he told you. And they went out and fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had come upon them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Peace be to you who proclaim the gospel. Christ is risen. Once upon a time, Mr. Jones lived in the countryside alone, except with his pet dog. His dog died, and Mr. Jones went to his Pentecostal pastor, saying, Pastor, my dog is dead. Could you possibly do a service for this poor creature? The pastor told Mr. Jones, no, we can't have services for an animal in the church, but I'll tell you what, there's a new denomination down the road and no telling what they believe in. <laughs> Maybe they'll do something for the dog. Farmer Jones said, I'll go right away, but, but um, uh, by the way, do you think $50,000 is enough for a good service? <laughs> the pastor replied, $50,000? Why didn't you tell me the dog is Pentecostal? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes critical information is just not passed on. In both today's gospel and epistle lessons, we have examples of critical information not passed on. We have examples of the gospel message not passed on today. In today's gospel lesson, we read about the myrrh-bearing women and how they learned from the angel at Christ's tomb about Christ's resurrection. Today we read the angel's words. Do not be amazed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified. He, was, he has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go 
tell the, his disciples and Peter that he's going before you to Galilee. There you will see him as he told you. And they went out and fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had come upon them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Despite the angel telling the myrrh-bearing women to tell the disciples about the resurrection, the gospel tells us they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. What were they afraid of? One biblical scholar noted, quote, it is not clear whether the women's reaction is to be taken as sheer terror or as holy awe in the face of God's mysterious workings, unquote. At first, the myrrh-bearing women didn't go, didn't do what the angel had asked them to tell, to, to tell others due to fear. In today's lesson from the Acts of the Apostles, we have another example of critical information, the gospel message, in danger of not being passed on. Today we read the following. In those days when the disciples were increasing in number, the Hellenists murmured, murmured against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. And the twelve summoned the body of the disciples and said, it is not right that we should give up preaching the word of God to serve tables. Therefore, brethren, pick out from among you seven men of good repute, full of the Holy Spirit and of wisdom, whom we may appoint to this duty. The twelve disciples saw the danger of not passing on critical information, the gospel message. They saw the danger of only focusing on humanitarian work in the name of Christ and neglecting sharing the gospel message in the name of Christ. They didn't have the time to do both by themselves. The apostles needed help. They fixed the situation by appointing the seven deacons. But the danger of neglecting to share the gospel message is not just a danger then in the first century, it is a danger now. President Alexandra and I, and she is usually the brains of the operation, have talked about how the pious cliche, preach the gospel always and if necessary use words, is often misused as an excuse to not say anything at all about Christ. Both preaching the gospel and serving the poor are important, but sometimes it's easier to serve the poor than to share the gospel. But the apostles are higher than deacons in the New Testament. Serving the poor is both easier and seems safer. But what are we afraid of? What are we afraid of? We are the opposite of the mirror-bearing women who had holy fear. We don't fear God enough. Enough, and so we don't feel the impetus, the necessity 
to share this critical information, the good news with others. Frankly, sometimes we're more afraid of others and what they might say than we are of God. We don't share the gospel message. But what are we afraid of? The murmuring women got over their fear and later shared their, this critical information. They shared the gospel. Similarly, the 12 apostles saw the danger of not sharing the gospel, the message of the resurrection, and appointed seven deacons to serve the poor so that they could preach. And that decision paid off. Today's reading from Acts tells us the following, and the word of God increased and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem. What were they afraid of? Nothing. They shared the gospel message and it paid off. The book of Acts tells us, and the word of God increased and the number of the disciples multiplied, multiplied greatly in Jerusalem. And may I ask, what are we afraid of? Why are we afraid of sharing the gospel? A friend of mine, when he was studying to become a priest, he said this. He said, I'm selling the best product out there, the message of the resurrection. He still says that today. He shares the good news of the resurrection with confidence. But we can, with God's help, do this here today. I've already heard stories around our parish about people inviting others to our, what I call the bring a friend night, our come and see night this coming Saturday, May 6th, and has been organized by our missions and outreach ministry. This coming Saturday is an opportunity to share our joy in the gospel message, the message of the resurrection with our friends. Check out the flyer here that's in your bulletin. It says on it, come and see. I am asking you to please bring a friend, a neighbor, a coworker, or a relative to come and see see. Come and see our joy. Come and see our hope. Come and see our celebration of the resurrection. Although it is always a good time to share our joy in the resurrection, this is a particularly good opportunity to bring a friend, a neighbor, a co-worker, or a relative to come and see. We will begin with our Vesper service, where we will hear and sing hymns about the resurrection. Then Father Tim will give a brief presentation about our Orthodox faith. And finally, we'll hold a reception to honor our guests to get to know them better. Please join us and bring a friend. This is a wonderful way to share some critical information, the resurrection, with others. Let's not be afraid. This coming Saturday night, please bring a friend 
to learn about our joy in this critical information, the gospel message, our faith in the resurrection. Please join us and bring a friend. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Christos Anesti.